to Miss Amy and uh, Miss Sister Doris for what did y'all notice when you walked in today? It was a new season. Yeah, all the beautiful decorations in the foyer and here in the auditorium and then back in the fellowship hall. Everything looks so, so beautiful. We appreciate them so much. And uh, it just kind of gets you in a, a better uh, mood, doesn't it? We get, get ready for fall. These cool mornings have been so amazing and uh, what, a, what a blessing it is. So, uh, please, uh, this is not uh, a shopping, you know, this is not like, oh, look, I, there's a pumpkin I need. Uh, And please, those of you that have small children, please, I know these look so fun to play with, but uh, if you would try to try to try to keep them uh, like they are, we can. I want to say just to to send our love out to Brother Larry. Uh, They went down and had his sister's funeral in New Orleans uh, this week. And I watched a little bit of the service this morning and uh, just... Uh, our, our, our heart and love goes out to them and his family. And uh, we have so many families uh, today that are struggling and uh, just, 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 just hurt, just pain. And I know George's son-in-law, uh, they're getting ready to take his mother-in-law or his mother, the son-in-law's mother, Jesse, uh, off, off of the vent. And so uh, just there's so much heartache all, everywhere we look. But you know what? Uh, God is our strength. Amen. God is our hope. He is the one that uh, d- directs us and gives us guidance. And uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, d- does, does everyone understand everything in life? No. I just don't. There's so much we don't understand. And we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit today. But before you do, I, I heard a good one this week I liked. Uh, the, the, this man, him and his wife showed up to church. And the, the, the man, the husband, had a big black eye. The pastor said, man, what happened? He said, well, he said, man, it was just a discussion with my wife. I said, what? I said, yeah, I said, uh, we, were, we were talking and, and she said, honey, if I die, are you going to get married again? And he said, oh, no, no, babe, you're, you're the only, you're the love of my life. I could never find anyone, you know, like you. I just can't, you know, I couldn't do that. She said, oh, but, but honey, I love you so much. I don't want you to be alone. I want you to have somebody to love and enjoy life with. So, so please get married again. So he said, well, if you want me to, I will. She said, but if you get married again, are you going to live in our house? He said, well, no, no, no. He said, we'll sell this house and we'll, we'll buy another house and... You know, and he, she said, no. She said, but you've worked so hard on this house. And it's so beautiful. I, I want y'all to live here. He said, well, if you want us to, we will. She said, but if you live in our house, are, you gonna sl- are y'all going to sleep in our bed? He said, oh, no, no, babe. We're going to buy a new bedroom suit and new mattress. And I mean, she said, oh. She said, I know how we've searched for years to find a comfortable mattress. And you finally found one that doesn't hurt your back. And I I want y'all to keep it. He said, okay. If you you want us to, we will. She said, but wait a minute. Is your new wife going to use my golf clubs? 
He said, oh no, no babe, you're right-handed. She's left-handed. <laughs> ah. Thus the black eye. So I suggest you don't be picking one out too soon. (laughs) That's not good. That's not good at all. (laughs) Turning your Bibles this morning to the book of Habakkuk. Have you ever read the book of Habakkuk? Maybe you will after today. You need to go look. There's just four or five chapters. Can't remember. It's been a little bit since I read it, but I, I, I jumped around today, one, two, and three. I want to pull out a few things uh, that I want you to understand, and uh, then we're going to get a little wisdom. But there is a, a, a maybe you're smarter than me. I, under, I know you figured out a lot more. Uh, some of you are older and wiser in years. Uh, maybe you figured out a little bit of life more. But I just have to tell you this morning and confess to you, I do not understand why all the stuff that's happening is happening. I don't know why God's allowing all of this stuff. I don't understand why people are doing what they're doing and they're acting like they're acting and they're living like they're living. And it seems that that some are getting away with it. And it seems like that the Wicked are prospering and the righteous are suffering and the righteous are dying and the wicked are living and I don't understand it. Makes no sense to me. You see, if I was God, a lot of people have made that statement and the things that follow are why you're not God. If I were God, I would do it this way. If if I was God, I would take care of that. If I was God, I'd strike them dead. And that's why you're not God. I don't understand why all this stuff is happening. And here, Habakkuk was dealing with these very same issues. In Habakkuk's lifetime, we're talking about 500, 600 B.C. In his lifetime, he saw wickedness rule. He saw one king rise who loved God, followed God, and it looked like Israel was going to turn back to following God. That king died in battle. And the next three kings, for the next 20 years, did evil and wicked in the sight of God. And Habakkuk could not understand why this was happening. And he cried out to God. How many has ever cried out to God when you didn't understand? And we question God. And we ask God, why? I'm going to try to answer that question today. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse number 1. Through number four. And this is the message of that prophet Habakkuk. And I love how it it titled it. uh, Habakkuk's complaint. Did you know most of our prayer. Is really just complaint. It's just us telling God. How bad we have it. 
And who did what to who and how and how they did us wrong and how unfair it is. That's usually most of our prayer. And so here's Habakkuk's complaint. Thank you, sir. I've asked this question myself. How long? How long? Oh, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Have you ever, have you ever prayed that prayer? Have you ever gave that complaint? Lord, how long am I going to pray and you not answer? How long am I going to ask you to fix this and it stays the same? How long am I going to tell you what they're doing to me? And they don't stop. Violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save. Must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery? Wherever I look. I see destruction and violence. I'm surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. Sounds like he'd been watching the news lately. The law has become paralyzed and there's no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous so that justice has become perverted. Does that sound like the day we're living in? That sounds like 2021, doesn't it? But here, this is 600 B.C. And Habakkuk is seeing all that's going on. The violence, the murders, the rapes, the, the, the overthrows and the, 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 the evil and the lying and the cheating and the stealing. And he says, oh Lord, how long will I cry and you not answer me? He goes on to describe everything that it just sounds like the day we're living in. The destruction and the violence and the fighting and the arguing and the injustice and the, uh, the, just the wickedness. And he goes, God, I don't understand. I think I found the answer. The great theologian in 1971 by the name of Willie Nelson wrote a song. And I'd like to play it for you today. I've never preached a message from Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson is my cousin. Down the line. My dad's family was on the... We always went every year to the reunions, the Nelson reunions... And they said Willie was in our lineage somewhere. Though I haven't received any of his royalties. Or smoked any of his weed. So I don't approve of everything Willie does. But I know in 1971, Willie wrote a good song. And I hope he's still living it today. Could, could we play Willie? No, we're not getting on the road again. It's coming. But listen, in, in life, we, there's so many things that we do not understand. Here it comes. Crank it up. Make sure it's up volume-wise, Luke. There you go. 
Read along. Sing along. I passed a home the other day. The yard was filled with kids at play. And on the sidewalk of this home, a little boy stood all alone. His smiling face was sweet and kind, but I could see. Boy was blind. He listened to the children play. I bowed my head and there I prayed. Dear Lord above, why must this be? And then these words came down to me. After all, you're just a man, and it's not for you to understand. Wisdom from it's not for you. To reason why? Listen to this. You two are blind. Without my eyes, so question not what I command. Cause it's not for you to understand. When I pray, my prayer is one. I pray His will, not mine, be done. After all, I'm just a man, and it's not for me to understand. A short little song filled with some wisdom. It is amazing how that we as God's creation are constantly trying to figure out what the Creator's up to. When all along He has said over and over and over, just trust me. Trust me. God knows what He's doing. And I don't have to understand. I like that little part he said, without my eyes, you're blind too. We cannot see, we cannot understand, we don't know what's happening in the world and why and what God is up to. But can I tell you today, God is up to something. He said in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 89, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. 
nothing. My ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Can I tell you today, you're not going to always figure out what's going on. You may not get the answers that you're looking for. You're going to may answer. You may ask why. I encourage people not to ask why. Because two reasons. Number one, you're probably not going to get the answer. And number two, if you did get the answer, you probably wouldn't like it. Or you wouldn't understand it. Because God sees everything. He sees from beginning to end. He sees people's lives. Amen. From the moment they're conceived until the moment they take their last breath. And He knows everything in between. And He has a plan. We look at life from the bottom side of the tapestry. If you've ever watched somebody do needlework and all the things, and you look on the backside, and there's all the strings, and there's all the knots, and there's all the, and it doesn't make sense. But when you look at it from the top side, you see the beautiful picture. God sees it from the top side. We're looking at life from the bottom side. It doesn't always make sense. We can't always figure it out. It doesn't always. Uh, uh, It doesn't seem fair. Anybody ever felt that way? God, it doesn't seem fair. When are things going to change? What are you up to? I don't understand. It's not for you to understand. It's just for you to hold His hand. It's up to you to trust God. To walk with Him. To believe His Word when you understand it and when you don't. To walk with Him. To build a relationship. To love Him. Even when it seems like things are not going your way. When it seems unfair, when life doesn't seem to be making any sense, when it seems like I'm in my darkest moment, that's when I trust Him and know that He's up to something and He's got a plan and He's working on my behalf and He promised He would never leave me or forsake me and He's not going to leave me in the valley. He's going to walk with me. I don't understand it. I don't know why I'm here. And we feel like, what did I do to deserve this? Where it would make you think, you must have done something wrong. God's punishing you. Can I tell you, every hardship in life is not a punishment. It's just life. We live in a fallen world. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. And we don't understand why good people die too soon in our opinion. No one ever stops to consider the scripture that says the righteous perish and no man lays it to heart. But it's to save them from the evil to come. You see, what you don't know is one moment in your future. But God sees. God knows 
sometimes the pain and the struggle and the heartache and all the issues going on in life. And it's His mercy. What we think is His punishment, we look at people that go before their time and we don't understand. Why does God allow one to live and one to die? You could spend the rest of your life upset, angry, mad, questioning, and be stuck right there. Or you can simply say, it's not for me to understand. I just trust you. Just this past week, we heard testimony of a pastor down in Mexico. He had COVID really bad and he recovered. But a lady in his church, she had a lot of health problems. She had diabetes. She had all kind of issues. And so when it hit her, it hit her really hard. And she passed away. In Mexico, when you pass away, uh, there's not a long time of waiting. There in the hospital, they take them straight to the incinerator room, incinerate them, and give the family the ashes. But when she died, she went to heaven. And she saw the Lord. And the Lord talked to her. And the Lord told her, I've got ministries for you to do. And he showed her a closet. And she saw all of these clothes hanging. And he said, these are the different ministries that I've called you to. And they were there at the crystal sea. And he instructed her, go down in the waters and breathe in the water. She went down in the waters and breathed them in. And she came back up. And Jesus said, you have to go back now. Like anybody would. She said, I don't want to go back. He said, you've got to go back now. At that moment, she came back into her body. Her eyes began to flutter. She was in the incinerator room. Body wrapped in a sheet, duct taped. And they were putting the sheet over her face. When the nurse saw her eyes flutter and called for the doctor... They unwrapped her and got her back to her room. She completely recovered. And when she went home, not only did she not have COVID, she didn't have sugar diabetes or any other ailments. She was perfectly healed. But I've had many friends, men of God, women of God, who have passed. And the Lord didn't bring them back. I could spend the rest of my life trying to figure out why. But Willie, help me understand. Some things are just not for me to understand. So now, he said, I pray. Lord, not my will, but your will be done. When you come to the place in life to where you can admit, Lord, I don't understand it all. I don't know why. But I trust you and I just say, not my will, but your will be done. You're going to live a happier life. Because life can confuse us. And we just have to realize, just like that lady. When all of our loved ones and friends and, and, and all these people have passed. When they got there, it was their time. And the Lord looked at their life and said, you know what? I don't want you to have to go through that. 
I don't want your loved ones to have to go through that. I don't want you to deal with the, the pain and the suffering. And it's time. And we just have to say, Lord, I don't understand, but I trust you. You see, you don't have to be old to die. People are dying young, old, rich, poor, every color, every, every uh, uh, job description, every class. You see, none of that matters. But the Bible says it's point the man wants to die. Why is all this happening in our world? Why is the human trafficking? Why all the murders? Why all, all, why, why, why is all the lies? Why is all the destruction? Why is the evil? It seems like we're living in a time of the world that is evil more evil than ever before. And we're trying to figure it out. And I'm telling you, God's got a plan. God's up to something. Nobody's going to get away with anything. The good you do on this earth, and if you know Jesus, you're going to be rewarded for eternity. And if you do evil, you're going to stand before God and give an account for it. Nobody's getting away with nothing. There's a lot of folks lying right now. They're not getting away with it. Cheating, stealing, corruption. Can I tell you, not one person is getting away with anything, including me and you. So you know what? Instead of trying to question why, and I, and Lord, I don't understand why all this evil, why I keep calling and you don't answer. Why don't we just begin to say, Lord, I just trust you right where I'm at. And I just want to make sure that I'm in right relationship with you. And I just want to make sure that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I want to make sure my sins are covered in the blood. Because there's a lot of stuff that I don't understand. But I do understand, amen, that Jesus loves me. And he died on the cross for me. And he rose again for me. And he's coming back again. And then people want to get it. Okay, well, when's he coming? Is he coming here? Is he coming there? I don't understand that. And guess what? It's not for me to understand. It's just for me to be ready. Listen, it's time that we get back to doing our part and letting God do his part. Let's stop doing God's part or trying to do God's part. We can't do God's part. Our part's to believe. Our part is to trust. Our part is to serve. Our part is to share the good news. And it's His part. He's the one saves, delivers, heals, sets free. You can't do a miracle except through Him. On our own, we're nothing. Oh, but with Him, I can do all things. I don't even know how it works. How does a black cow... Eat green grass and give white milk. I, I don't understand. But you know what? I don't stand at the refrigerator with the jug of milk going, I just don't understand. I pour me a big cold glass, get me a peanut butter and banana sandwich and Cheetos. And this Amy's going to add a little chocolate to hers. No, brown cows do not give chocolate milk. No. You see, that's just a simple thing, but I don't even understand that. So how am I going to understand the big things of the universe? How am I, I, I can't. I just trust. Habakkuk 1.5, I, I, I love it because uh, here... Uh, and you, you need to read the whole book. I mean, it, it's God, God said, I, I, I'm, I'm fixing to send some chairs. I'm sending this. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be terrible. The Babylonians are coming. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get tough. But the Lord simply replied, replied in, in verse 5. The Lord replied, look around at the nations. 
Look and be amazed. For I am doing something in your own day. Something you wouldn't believe even if somebody told you about it. Listen, even if God tried to explain it to you, you wouldn't understand it. Why? Because His ways are higher than our ways. Even as the heaven is above the earth, there's just some things as smart as we are, we still don't understand it. God told Habakkuk, I'm doing something so awesome that you couldn't, you wouldn't believe it even if I told you. But there are some things we can understand that others don't. There's so many of you in this room, you, you've heard the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. You believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead. You believed and therefore you confessed it with your mouth and you're born again. You're saved. Your destiny was changed from hell to heaven. There's still a whole lot of people out there that don't understand that. But God has revealed it unto you. And God wants to reveal that to a lot of other people. He wants to reveal His love, His mercy, His kindness, His goodness. Lord, help me understand. Help me understand, not for myself, but that I can share it with others. Help me understand your love. Help me understand your mercy. Help me understand your grace so that I can share it with all those around me. But you know what? Before He gives you any greater revelation, maybe He's just waiting for you to do what you already know. There's no, you don't need any greater revelation than you already have. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. If you understand that, you understand all you need to know. If you understand for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever should believe on Him would not perish but have everlasting life, you're going to want to get out there and tell people how much Jesus loves them. I don't, I don't have to understand all that God's up to. I just have to trust that God knows best. It, it's amazing. We, we, we've all done it. We watch these kids do it now. Uh, you tell them no. And oh my goodness. They just throw fits. And they don't understand why. Why can't I have candy before you know, we eat? Why can't I you know, stick my finger in that sock? Why can't I touch that hot stove? Why you trying to ruin my fun? You're just messing everything up. I don't understand. They can't understand because they don't have the knowledge yet. But you do. And so you have to tell them no. And they get mad. And they throw a fit. And you should help them understand. It's not for you to understand. It's just for you to mind me. And you know what? God does this the same way sometimes. We throw fits and tantrums. And sometimes God has to give us a little pop. A little love pop. He says, I only correct you because I love you. Habakkuk 2.4 says, look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. King James says that just shall live by faith. 
Listen. We look around at the world and we, they're being, why are they doing that? How are they getting away with that? What's going on? What's, no, 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 no. Come on. It's a, for us, let's just live by faith. Let's just live by our faithfulness in God. Let's just trust God. Let's believe God. Let's believe. Amen. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your... And lean not on your own... But, but, but I want to understand. Well, sometimes you, you, you don't understand. So don't lean on your own understanding. Just trust Him. Seek His will in all you do. And He will show you the path to take. Listen. When you're on the road of life and there, 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 there's, there's forks and there's turns. And, there, and you go, Lord, I don't understand. Just trust Him. He'll show you which path to take. Take that first step. And He'll guide you. He'll direct you. He'll lead you in His ways. Don't, listen, don't, God doesn't allow things to happen because He's mad at us or because He hates us. It's because He loves us and He wants us to return to Him. Habakkuk realized, I mean, he looked at all this stuff, all this bad stuff that was coming. And then God even, God even spoke to him and told him, He said, this is, all of this is even not for your time. But it's for a time to come. There's still coming a time of judgment. But God right now is reaching out in mercy. We just have to believe. Romans eight twenty eight. We know that all things work together. Now, let me ask you, are all things good? No. There's a lot of bad things. But he said all things work together for good. To them that love God. And to them who are called According to his purpose. See I don't understand everything. But I do understand. God loves me. God called me. And I want to do what God's called me to do. And I understand. That whatever bad is happening. If I'll trust him. And I'll be faithful in it. God will work. What the devil meant for bad. He will work it. For my good. God sent His Son to be born of a virgin. She didn't understand all why and what was happening. Joseph, he wanted to put her away because he didn't understand. But then an angel had to talk to and explain it. Okay, I get a little bit of it. I'll, I'll do what you've called me to do. I'll trust you. They raised Jesus. He gathers his disciples. They start doing signs, wonders, and miracles. They, they all believe. Jews, they all, all the prophecies. He came to deliver them from the Roman oppression. He's going to set up a kingdom. He is going to do all these things. And then they crucified him. Everything they thought was not true. How they thought it was going to go. What they thought they were going to do. Every, all their plans. Nothing was working out right. The devil had a plan. I'm going to kill the Son of God. What a celebration hell was having. But he didn't understand. Because Jesus didn't come for just one 
are for one generation, but he came for all. He didn't come up to come to set a natural kingdom, but he came to set a spiritual kingdom. He brought the kingdom of God. And the third day, the devil said, uh-oh, I think I made a mistake. That same spirit that dwells in me and you raised Christ from the dead. And his disciples saw him and talked with him. And he explained more. And they understood a little more. And then the Holy Ghost fell on them. And they were filled. And they understood a little more. The gospel is spread from then until now. We're still preaching the good news. And we still don't understand it all. But God still has a plan. And he's working it out. And his plan's going to be fulfilled. And one day, well, the kingdom of God right now is in the hearts of men. But one day, he will come, put his foot on the mountain. One day, he will rule and reign. And we're going to rule and reign with him. One day, we will understand. He'll teach us more. But today, I just have to say, I trust you. Amen? I trust you. So Habakkuk said, after he looked at all the bad things coming, and then he said in Habakkuk 3 8, Was it in anger, Lord, that you struck the rivers and parted the sea? Were you displeased with them? No. You were sending your chariots of salvation. We have to understand everything that happens. Amen. It seems bad. It's not for bad. Amen. God's going to work it for good. And it's His mercy. It's His grace. It's His love. Amen. That allows things because He's drawing people back to Him. And sometimes people and nations, the, the nation of Israel, they constantly forgot God. And He would allow them to go into captivity. And then, guess what? They cried unto the Lord. And He heard their cry. And He delivered them out of all their distresses. Can I tell you something? America has gone far from God. And God is allowing some things to happen. He's allowing some dysfunction and some chaos and corruption. But don't you think... Anybody's getting away with anything. God's got it in control. It's not one person that's going to make a difference. It's when a, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then I'll hear from heaven and I'll heal their land. I'll hear their prayer. I'll heal their land. Amen. The God's coming. The church has got to rise up and begin to pray. Stop allowing the devil. I mean, our whole world, they're trying to pit people against one another. Races against one another. Classes against one another. Everything. Listen, we will not allow it in the body of Christ. We are going to stand in unity. We're going to stand in faith. We're going to pray. We're going to love each other. We're going to trust God even when we don't understand it. Because in the end, we'll understand. 
will understand it better. That's the old song right there. By and by. Well, you know what? It's not the by and by yet. Right now, we're in the middle of the battle. Trust God. Don't lean on your own understanding. Lean on Him. He'll lead you, guide you, direct you. Maybe there's things today you're here. And you've been struggling with some things that you don't understand. Some things in your own self. Some things in your family. Some things in the world. And it's really bothered you. Today, you just need to put that in God's hands and say, Lord, if you want me to understand it, you'll explain it to me. But until you do, I'm going to trust you. Until you do, I'm going to pray, not my will, but your will be done. I'm going to tell you something. I look around. If it, if it was done the way I wanted it, it'd be done a lot different. But you know what? It's not my will. It's His. Don't leave here today without putting your trust and your faith in God. Leave the questions. Leave the whys. Leave the pain. Leave the anger. All the things have happened. Put it today. Cast all of your cares upon Him. For He cares for you. See, I don't understand how it all works. How can God take a black heart full of sin, apply His red blood, and make it white as snow? That's that's too good for me to comprehend. Oh, but I just say, Lord, I trust you. I give you my black heart full of sin, doubt, unbelief, confusion. And I ask you to cover me in your precious red blood that you shed on Calvary. And wash me. White as snow. Can you just pray that right where you're sitting? Whatever big questions that you've had, will you just give them to God right now? Jesus, I give you my questions. Jesus, I give you my whys there's a lot of things I don't understand I can't comprehend but today I place all of that in your hands and I simply say I trust you I trust you with my life I trust you with my soul I trust you with my heart trust you with my body I'm yours. From this moment on, I say not my will, but your will be done. Take my heart 
use it the way you want to. in the building just simply say this dear Lord Jesus I give you my life I give you my questions my concerns I give you my not understanding and I confess today some things are not for me to understand But I place it all in your hands. I do understand you love me. And you died on the cross for my sins. So I give you my sins. And I ask you to cover my black heart. With red blood. And make me white as snow. Even though I don't understand how. I trust you. From this moment on. Not my will. But your will be done. When I look all around the world. And I don't understand. I just say God. You've got a plan. I trust it. Father, today I just declare favor over your people. I just declare the peace of God upon their mind. For the enemy is trying to bring torment, confusion, division. But in the name of Jesus, I speak life and liberty. I command the glory of God to cover them. Father, let us just walk in the paths of righteousness for your namesake. You lead God and direct them. Father, we trust you. You know what's going on. You know how to fix it. So let us do what we know how to do. Let us love you. And tell others about you. Let's get as many saved as we can. Because you're coming. close your eyes just for a moment or keep them closed just sit for a moment in his presence he might answer a question for you he might tell you why he wants to show you your next step give you direction Maybe he's showing you where you disobeyed him in the past. And you've just been stuck there. Say, Lord, forgive me. Go back and do what he told you to do. Be obedient.
Amen. 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 Aren't you thankful for the Lord just touching your heart today? I want you to go out of here with peace. Come on. The, the, the devil's the author of confusion. Don't allow him to confuse you. Just walk in peace today. Walk in joy. Walk in love. Love each other. Let God take care of the big stuff. You just take care of the little stuff he tells you to. Be obedient with every step.